Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach. I am currently in northern Chesapeake Bay, Maryland, for those keeping track of me. In another three weeks or so, we'll be heading south to Florida. Um, but I'm super excited today. I've got a really uh, a great guest, and I, I tend to say that a lot because I, I only book people that I really want to talk to. But uh, my buddy, Mike Capuzzi, we've known each other for, geez, I think it was like 2007 when we first met. And he's finally, finally coming out of the cave and doing some <laughs> interviews for, for a new program. So let me give you his official introduction. Mike Capuzzi, he's a speaker, an author, and a coach for business owners, um, sharp, aggressive entrepreneurs looking to stand out. For the past 21 years, Mike's unique high-impact marketing strategies have helped thousands of business owners, myself included. He's the inventor of the world-famous copy doodles, which is so cool. I use that still to this day. And um, for the past decade, Mike has helped business owners become published authors. And in 2019, he launched a very cool program called Bite Sized Books, a new publishing venture found on his proven, founded on his proven formula for creating short, helpful books, which he calls Shooks, which he had to explain that one to me, but we'll, we'll find out more about that for Main Street business owners, right? So anyway, let's get right into it. Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, Jim. Thanks for this opportunity. And by the way, it was 2006 when you and I first- Is that right? Yep. So for anybody who gives a damn, I was exhibiting <laughs> at a, a Chester County- Oh my Chamber gosh, I remember that. Yep. And you walked up and say, hey, what are you doing? Newsletters? And I'm like standing there, you know, like, God, I wish somebody would come talk to me. And, I remember um, that. We, I don't know. We just struck it off. And yep. next thing you know, we're at lunch. Yep. And, and one of the greatest things you did for me was you gave me one of Dan Kennedy's books, the yep. black and red, no BS direct marketing book. And I read that book and it just started, it started, which was a complete metamorphosis from changing me from a small business owner to an entrepreneur. I ordered every other Dan book I've, I, I probably not as much as you, but I know I've spent huge sums of money on Dan products and coaching programs. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and then you actually became the IBA, which was independent business advisor for the Glazer Kennedy in Philadelphia. And for what, three or four years, you ran some monthly marketing meetings. Yeah, five years before I sold it to a fellow member that we both know. But uh, yeah. yeah, and then you you were also one of the very first CopyDoodle uh, users in the world. So that was back, that was, two, that, that was 2007. And I'm and, and sorry, sorry about this hit your cash flow, but I'm still using your original purchase, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no so matter you, how many times you've come up with it. You, you were worth a whopping $100 to me, essentially. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, well, at least there's no affiliate fee. So anyway, so, yeah. so Mike, everybody, I'm sure everybody listening to this program, unless you're brand new to my um, community, knows why you should have a book. I mean, it's a fantastic positioning tool. So I'm not going to go into why books are great, but you've, you've kind of taken a unique twist on something that's been around forever, which is kind of, kind of what you do sometimes. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember you were down here, as, as you and I are doing this about a month ago, we did a little mastermind on, on our floating home here. 
and you were telling me about this company. Um, well, first you told me about this thing you called a shook, and I'm like, what in the hell is a shook, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And you said it stands for short, helpful book. So how did you take what's commonly referred to as a great business card positioning tool and come up with this new spin on it? Yeah, so, you know, the, the backstory is, there's a couple sides to it, but the, I was reading uh, a book that you may have read. It's called The Purple Cow by Seth Godin. Mm -hmm. um, and, and for those of people who may have never read it, it's a great little, it's actually a great little short book. Um, and in there, he describes how, you know, in this world where everybody has so many similar services and products as everybody else, right? You need to create a purple cow, something that is uniquely different than what everybody else has. And it doesn't mean re, you know, coming up with a new invention. It means taking something that's there and putting a tweak on it. So I don't know about you, Jim, but uh, you know, time is precious to me. And I love reading. You, I know you love reading. I know, you, you know before you moved onto the boat, you had a huge library. Um, so I love books. However, it's a struggle to get through a lot of business books out there. You know, they're 200, 300 pages. You, you start with the best intention and before you know it, life gets in the way and you're like, yep, oh, you know, it just sits there. So my, my tweak, my purple cow was why are we creating these books? I call them books with bloat, B-L-O-A-T, bloat. Why are so many people creating these books with bloat? Why not create um, a shorter highly focused type of book that does uh, a very specific thing, which is really get the reader from point A to point B in your sales process. So I just want to caveat, I'm not saying that big books and long books and traditional business books are bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying for a lot of folks, a shook, a short, helpful book is a better, much easier book to write. And for most folks who are reading them, they're much easier to read. So it's a win-win. I think so. And, you know, I really believe that, um, yeah, I, I used to have, gosh, when we were uh, kind of getting rid of some stuff in the house, I think I donated like about 300 books. I, I was aghast how many were in my bookcase. <laughs> but there was also always right behind my desk, there was a, there was a pile in front that was kind of uh, perpendicular. And that was my to be read pile. That thing was always having tenor because you'd say, Oh, you got to read this book. Mm -hmm. Okay. Boom. I, I have it. And Amazon mm -hmm. put it in my doorstep two days later, but you know, I never got through them all because I always knew there was a whole pile to be read. And you know, m my first book, the newsletter book was about 212 pages. My last book, just say yes, was only about a hundred. Mm. And um, I, I totally agree. People are not only short on time, but I think you can actually share the salient points or the important messages that you want your readers to know in, a, in, in far fewer words, right? Amen. Amen. And um, yep. so that was pretty interesting. Now, who, who do you define as a Main Street business owner? Mike? Yeah. And so that's the other sort of purple cow part of all this. So again, there are folks out there who are looking to become worldwide famous. There are folks out there who want to become New York Times bestsellers. Um, and that's great. And there's a lot of books written about how to write those types of books and, and publishing companies, etc. That's not who I serve, Jim. Uh, I serve the typical local business owner who typically is a bricks and mortar type business owner. So doctors, dentists, uh, lawyers, that kind of, you know, retailers. 
Uh, and I also serve the people who serve them. So, in, for example, in your case, you are a coach to those kind of business owners. So you would also be a target shook author for me. Um, but they're, they're, they're traditional small business owners who don't necessarily want to make money on their books. So that's another differentiator. This is not about making money. Uh, by selling your books. It's also not about being worried about things that I don't think are that important for local business owners, such as, quote, being a bestseller. Um, so they're, you know, again, none of that's bad. I just think for the, you know, person on Main Street, uh, there's a lot more important things to worry about on how to use a book to position and, and, and really help before you sell. Well, you and I are on the same page as best-selling strategies. Oh, God. I'm an international bestseller, and they're and you know they're still making four thousand dollars a year. You know? Yeah, and <laughs> for like five minutes on Amazon, they, yeah, they sold and fifty I'm, books. And I don't mean to be disrespectful, yeah. but when my clients ask me that, I said, "Would you rather sell like legitimately ten thousand books?" And I don't even know what the number is, but that gets you a New York Times bestseller. But somehow, through connections and favors, you sold ten thousand books. Or would you rather sell four hundred books? And, and 40 of those people become high paying clients. Like which right. one's going to do more for you? Yeah. Cause I'm not in this for ego. Trust me. If yeah. diesel feels expensive, I'd rather have 40 high paying clients than the New York times bestseller badge. But that's a conversation for another day. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Um, so you, so you created this. So if you help somebody, and I know you got two focuses for this program, but let's just take when you're helping an individual um, main street business owner. If that person has you help them write their, their shook, do you then have them put it on Amazon or is it more of a handout or both or? Well, it depends, Jim. So it's actually an interesting question. Uh, we do, it depends on what their goals are. So we work with them in a very personalized, highly personalized. I mean, they, they literally work with me on this and it really depends. But for most main street business owners who want to just have, uh, become the expert authority and, and all the good benefits that come with being a published author in their local community, there's no reason to be on Amazon. Okay. So for the most part, it's about, and, and it's about, you know, printing up their own books. And Jim, as you and I well know, because you and I were involved in a book publishing project back in 2007, uh, 2008. I don't know if you recall that project. But we had a, yeah. We had to print up thousands of books because back in that day, digital printing was just starting to happen. Yeah. So we, you know, nowadays with digital printing, you can literally print you know, one book if you really wanted to. Um, but the, the good news about that is you don't need boxes of books. So you, you print up what you need and when they, when you use them, you print up more. So this notion of having, the, you know, the local business owner, you know, needing the reach of Amazon, it depends on his or her goals, but typically no. So is the main difference between a shook and a book, the size of the book or how it's written? Yeah, another good question. Um, and I didn't give you these questions, so they're good. Uh, I told you I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's actually both. So part of that purple cow strategy was to create a pattern interrupt. Um, so what that means is, that, you know, our shooks look a little bit differently. So there's, you know, most business books are six by nine, eight and a half, five and a half. Um, ours are a little smaller. They're not, they're not business cards or anything like that. So they're sized differently. Um, and, uh, you know, they typically have somewhere between 100 and 120 pages. So they're, they're real books. I mean, they have text on the spine. If they're sitting on a bookshelf, they look like a real book. They're not one of these little pamphlet books that you can obviously tell is not a book right. per se. Um, so that's, that's part of it. And then in, inside it, Jim, 
it's a it's a very formulaic direct response marketing strategy inside so they are without a doubt helpful so they contain helpful content but jim as you well know and i'm sure you've come across this i know you don't make this mistake with your books but most authors of books leave out huge opportunities to connect with their, their readers. So there are triggers, there's, there's calls to action in, in a shook, uh, and there's different types that are designed to get readers to raise their hand and proceed forward in the sales process that you've created. You know, I've just been very uh, blessed to work with a fantastic editor, and I've learned from her that at the end of every chapter, I have the bullet points the salient things you should have learned, but I also have a call to action. So for example, in No Hassle Newsletters, I'd say, okay, here's the content you want to use. Here's why you want to do it. Here's the difference between relevant and non-relevant content. And by the way, you can get a lot of help and more information at nohasslenewsletters.com or if he just wants to do it for you, reach out here. You know? So we give them the option because the way I, people go, oh my God, that's so salesy. Well, the way I figure it is if they're reading a book because they want to know how to do a great newsletter, I'm going to give them the options. Take yes. my book, do it yourself or call my team and we'll do it yes. for you. Yes, absolutely. And people, it's, it's, it's amazing. A lot of people, a lot of, quote, book purists cringe at that. And it's, it's ridiculous. It really is. Now, again, there's different types of books out there. But a shook, uh, in my case, a shook is meant to create that relationship. And yes, you offer different ways for readers to engage with you. Do your, do your clients, Mike, use their shooks? Uh, like, so again, we're talking, let's say brick and mortar stores, they come in, do they hand them out like as soon as they see them or do they, do they ever mail them to, you know, their customer lists or how do they distribute them? Yeah, all the above. I mean, you know, in our program, I think we've identified it's over 20 ways that a that are unique opportunities for our bricks and mortar traditional local business owner can use uh, shooks and books. And again, these are very different, Jim, than the person who's trying to become the worldwide coach or expert on something. You know, they're a huge book launch and, and being all over the web and Facebook is critical. But the, the Main Street person really has some unique opportunities. One is, what, is just what you mentioned. So yes, we show them how to display their shooks in their office, in their practice, in their store. But I'll tell you what, Jim, uh, one of the biggest and smartest, I just did a training for 35 lawyers this past Monday on this. Um, one of the biggest and smartest strategies that a Main Street business owner has is the power of tapping into strategic partners. So these are, these are organizations, companies, uh, businesses in the area that align with them. And, and you know, so if you're a, a, a chiropractor, you would align with the, maybe a yoga studio and a health food store or something like that. And you ask them to display your shooks in their places of business. So now you get this uh, almost like this viral marketing effect because they're displaying your shook uh, in their place of business. They're giving it away or they can sell it and keep a couple dollars, whatever. And uh, it's just a very unique opportunity for the Main Street business owner. Um, I'm just curious, do you, um, do you find, do, are a lot of people willing to display books like other people's books? Yeah. And, and the second question I have, and I probably should know this, is what size are they like? I mean, most books are six by nine, five by eight. Are these smaller books or are they, are they one of those two sizes? Yes. So to answer your first question, yes, because if, if they're a strategic partner, that means, I mean, listen, if you had a place of business and I had a place of business other than a boat and my, my office, <laughs> you know, you, you know, I, if I said, Jim here, you know, I'm going to, 
would you be willing to just put this at your point of display, your sales display, whatever, just put it somewhere. Um, and it's going to help your, your, you know, your customers. Um, so, you know, because of the relationship we would have, um, chances are you would say yes. So strategic partners in one's business are where you have a relationship and it might be, you know, you're referring customers back and forth, et cetera. So yes, without a doubt, I just talked to a lawyer, this one, one lawyer on Monday, he has his, he's got two shooks and he has them in 25 local businesses. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I, when he told me, I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, that's a, that's a very, and, and because, you know, you, you know what OPC is, right? OPC, other people's customers. And yeah. that's one of the smartest marketing strategies is getting in front of other people's customers. Uh, I mean, what we're doing right here is the same thing, right? I'm, you're interviewing me. I'm getting the opportunity to speak to your listeners. Um, and by that, that very nature, it's sort of an endorsement, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, to answer your second question, yes, they are different size. They are five... <laughs> You asked, so I'll tell you. They're 5.06 inches by oh, seven. Good Lord. Well, you asked. You're an engineer, so you're not going to just tell me five inches. Well, you can't because it's actually an, it's an industry trim size. So okay. there's trim sizes. So it's actually 5.06 by 7.81. That is an actual trim size. And I'll also say, Jim, just very quickly, um, when we were coming up with this idea over the last year. As you know, and you said I'm an engineer, and that's my degree, uh, so I do think a different way. We try different sizes. We literally split tested different types of shooks uh, a year ago. We tried, you know, we had, and I have them right here on my desk. I've got one shook we did. It was my high impact marketing manifesto. The original size was five and a half, eight and a half. Then we did a five by seven, which is another sort of industry trim size. And then we did this, this one I just mentioned, the, the little bit bigger. Um, and I literally did a survey to people and, uh, who got all three. And without a doubt, the most unique one that was also the easiest to read was the one that we came up with, the, 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 the 50678 one. So that's wow. how we arrived. It just wasn't some willy-nilly decision, Jim. There you, well, I would never think that for you. <laughs> right. So you have this book out called Main Street Author, and I believe that is available on Amazon, correct? Uh, right now, it's the only place it's available, yes, on Amazon. Okay. And part two of that book is called The Shook Special Sauce. Mm -hmm. and unless you already told it to me and didn't call it that, what is the book? What is The Shook Special Sauce? Yeah, so it's, uh, and you know this, uh, I am, uh, I grew up in an Italian family. So I had an Italian grandmother that uh, was an unbelievable cook and uh, made unbelievable Sunday dinners, that kind of thing. It was part of that Italian culture. And she had, when she made her various dishes, even though she rarely share them, she had these amazing recipes, um, you know, the right ingredients to make this dish or that dish. Well, the Shook special sauce is, you know, the same type of thing. It's, it's my recipe um, for crafting a short, helpful book. And um, it, it consists of, you know, these building blocks that, uh, you know, you can include or not include in your Shook as you're building it. So it's really um, a, a unique differentiator about, you know, the type of uh, things that make up uh, a short, helpful book. Gotcha. Um, I know you also have some pretty strong opinions on uh, some things that other book publishers think are important in a book. Can you talk a little bit about some of those? 
Yeah, I mean, I do, and I, I want to be, you know, I want to, you know, I, I don't want this to sound like I'm being disrespectful um, because I'm not, you know, there, again, there are different books for different purposes. Um, but I, I definitely think, you know, the notion that you've got to write a 200 or 300 page book to be a published author is ridiculous. And rather than write, you know, a 300 page book, why not write, you know, craft three 100 page, you know, shooks. As a matter of fact, I know you did something like this recently, I, albeit they were eBooks, but you had a series of short eBooks, which I thought was very cool. Um, so I think that's, that's one thing. I think the other thing is there's a lot of, I mean, we're not even talking the traditional big publisher routes. So that, let's take that off the table. But there's a lot of folks that are helping uh, business owners and people who want to become recognized experts to publish books. And they're charging thirty, fifty, a hundred thousand dollars for the privilege of working with them. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. And and, when it, and and the irony of it all is when it comes down to it, it's still on you, the author, to really have to do all the marketing. So you're paying this exorbitant fee with this hope and promise that you're going to be, you know, become worldwide famous, which you may, you may. So I think these high fee publishing things again. For the local dentist who's just trying to get uh, patients, it's ridiculous. Um, and, and, and a strategy like myself, my, my strategy is, I think, a much better way. And then we already alluded to it, but this whole notion of bestseller. And in and, and, and this day and age, best, Amazon has watered that thing down so much. Yeah. I mean, if everyone's a bestseller, who's a bestseller? Exactly. You know? So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy. So I'm just curious. You just mentioned like dentists. Um, so I know we have some dentists that are listening to this podcast. What he's probably wondering, he or she's probably wondering, well, what is my shook? What am I going to write about? Mm. How I give great service? What do you, why you want whiter teeth? Why you want to floss? I mean, what, what, what is their shook book about? Yeah. So I just, you're, you're going <laughs> to think I'm going to like making all this up, but I just talked to a pretty well-known coach. You would recognize him if I shared his name, uh, who's a coach for dentists yesterday. I know him. Yeah. And we are going to work on a series of shooks that we are going to license to dentists. And, you know, the topics we came up with, for example, are, I mean, obviously a, a general dentistry one for a general dentist, but I had a, a client last year who unfortunately has passed away. He was a the type of dentist who did not use mercury. So mercury free dentistry, which is a niche. He wrote a shook on why, uh, you know, the amalgam in your mouth is dangerous and why you want to get it taken out and why you want him to take it out. Um, obviously, cosmetic dentistry, implants. I mean, there's all kinds of very focused topics that a dentist may or may not do, but if they do do those focused services, a shook and, you know, and, and, and sort of, you know, it's written in the context of, you know, what you should do, what you shouldn't do when you're getting implants, what to look for. I mean, that's, that's the point of a short, helpful, keyword helpful book. Um, it's to help a person make the right decision and then position in this case, the dentist, as the go-to choice um, for that service. So we've talked a lot about um, end users for Shooks. And, you know, in our last, uh, say, five minutes we got here, you, you just alluded to the fact that you also work kind of the other side of your bite-sized book company. You also work with um, coaches, thought leaders, influential people who have people that follow them. And you mm -hmm. do, I don't know if you use the word joint venture, but why don't you describe it so I don't mess it up? Tell me, yeah. tell me about that. So essentially, we turn those folks into, we call them smart publishers, and there's an acronym there, but I won't go into it. But 
essentially it allows them to leverage content that they may or may not have into a book format, a shook format, and license it so that their members, their clients, whatever, can then put their name on the uh, shook and, and, and really use it as their own book in their own practice, uh, company, business, et cetera. So it's, 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 a, it's a way for the person who really just doesn't have the interest in writing any kind of book or shook, but allows them to still claim authorship because the subject matter expert, the coach, the person you, you know, we, it would be my joint venture partner, um, really has done the hard work on, uh, you know, crafting a properly designed shook and all that other person needs to do the end user is literally write the intro if they want to go that route and include their bio and now they're a shook author so the uh, dentist that we both know that has a following of other dentists he's going to be a, a smart publisher and use your he's going to use your company like to be the the provider Right. I mean, we, we create the content together. We make sure it's the right format. Then we worry about all the design and printing and publishing. And these are all customized to the end, you know, the end user, in this case, end user dentist. So, you know, Dr. John Doe, you know, Dr. Jane Doe is on the cover alone. It's their shook. Right. It's, okay. it's not a compilation book, which again, I know you're familiar with. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Mike, this is pretty interesting. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what is going to be the next thing. What older thing are you going to take and put your own spin on it? But you always come up with something. But I think it's a pretty interesting twist. So um, how can people learn more about it, connect with you? I'm sure we're in telling about the Main Street Author book and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, Main Street Author is available on Amazon. You can go up and search Main Street Author or Mike Capuzzi. But, you know, for your listeners, um, there's a little hidden link on my website. There's no opt-in or anything required. Um, you can actually read the, the Shook online. And if you're so inclined... Uh, I don't know if anyone will actually read the entire Shook online, even though it is short, but, but they can at least say, hey, is this a book I want to go buy on Amazon? So if you go to MainStreetAuthor.com forward slash MSA, which stands for Main Street Author, um, you will see actually a little flip book, which Jim, you were the one that turned me on to those years ago. And ironically, I just upgraded that software that I bought probably eight, nine years ago based oh on your gosh. recommendation. Yeah. Uh, it turns out that it's a lifetime license, so I was able to upgrade it and update it and put it up there so that people can read it right online, and then if they want to grab the printed copy or Kindle copy, they can. Oh, cool. Um, and then your main website is MikeCapuzzi.com, so mm -hmm. anyway, um, so it just occurred to me as you said that if people can't get through a shook, I guess your next company is going to be super short. <laughs> well, I, we didn't get into it. And I'm not going to get into it, but we actually have something called a pocket shook, which is even a shorter shook. <laughs> oh, <good> Lord. <laughs> a shorter shook. Uh, that's enough shooking around here. Mike, yeah, thanks so much, man. I, I love what you're doing and I'm really excited for my listeners to hear this. All right, Jim. I appreciate the opportunity. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Mike Capuzzi of Copy Doodles fame and now soon to be Shook fame, Super Shook fame, and, and all the rest that goes with that. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview. Have a great day, everybody. Take care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. 
sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.